there, you are listening to the Goal Party Podcast, where we finally relax at the end of the week, make a drink and some hors d'oeuvres, and grab a mic to discuss setting, achieving, and failing at goals. I'm Valerie Aiello, the host of this pod where anything can happen and the party starts now. Goal Party Podcast. We have Mary Jo Stabler, the famous web designer <laughs> of the world. Or of what city? What city are you in? Are you in? <laughs> Which one? Sorry. Oh, Washington State. Oh, yeah. Washington. Okay. So I am not using headphones. Hopefully you can hear me. If oh, yeah, anything's like repeating, I guess I'll put them in. But I don't understand the technology, maybe you do, of why you used to have to have headphones to go live stream or it would like repeat and feedback and now you don't. I'm not sure how yeah, that yeah. works. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know either. Well, I can hear the, the myself. Did he come up? I hear the feedback of myself after talking, but yeah, maybe, I don't know. I think it's a matter of, do you, does your mic pick it up? You know what I mean? Does your mm -hmm. mic pick it up? So then it's uh, trying to, have your voice come in as well as whatever's over your speakers nowadays it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter so much okay no. so uh we'll get into the interview which where should people go to discover you like to your main me, website yeah mainly my website even though i'll probably be changing it up soon um but otherwise yeah on twitch or on twitter just using mary joe stabler it's my full name and then that gets you there Uh, I'm gonna Google it or whatever. Mary? I know, right? Okay. With a hidden E. So I've got it. You're the first Mary Jo Stabler on Google search. <laughs> I did my SEO well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm using Melon to do the live stream, and we're streaming to three places. LinkedIn, Twitch, and YouTube. So if anybody's out there, I think I can see the chat. So please say hi or put a question in there. And this is also a podcast, so it will be available. I don't know how fast I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, after the show, edit. I haven't gotten a system yet. So this is my second guest and I'm working it all out, you know? Um, so. Basically, the Melon is the, I don't know, it's like a broadcast platform. And I'm learning how to do it all. So it's like I'm the producer and the interviewer at the same time. And I just want to put text in the ticker. Okay, here we go. Found it. Oh, that's cool. I like the ticker at the bottom. It's pretty cool. Oh, look at that. So there we go. <laughs> nice, dude. That's so cool. Uh, all right, so let's go to the questions. So, given you the questions before, and hopefully we can try to make the show be consistent. And it's a goal party show, so it's about goals. And 
Let's go with the show questions. Number one, where have you been? What have you been Number doing? One. Where have you before now? Before today? Before today? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in the other room. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, I've been just kind of uh, figuring out what I really want to do. I've been doing a uh, uh, website design and for, I mean, I've done websites for a long time, but you know, actually I'm a freelance or whatever agency, what I want to call it for, you know, about four or five years. And I've kind of hit a point where I'm like, where do I really want to take this and where do I really want to go? So I've been kind of, kind of hidden. I usually am on Twitch or at least some platform. You can see me I was tw tweeting. That's not that hard, but mm -hmm. actually live, I haven't gone really live anywhere. Cause I mean, we used to go, I used to go live, used to go live like on Facebook and all that stuff and trying to find the right platform for your audience. And mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you've been just this, uh, kind of for clients, agency, web, de web development company that you've had going. And so you're kind of a tech guru lady, I guess. And, um, you know, you know, all the, the dig deep questions about websites and m more, do you have more things you're into? Um, so now, so where are you now? Meaning I'm kind of curious, like, what excites you right now with social media? I feel like we're in social media 2.0 and we don't know where we're going. So everyone has like a different thing they do. So what are you doing now with the internet? Yeah, I'm still trying to fill it out. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to dive a little bit more on Twitch. I'm realizing I love web development a lot more than just the design part. I mean, I love UI mm -hmm. design. Yeah. It's just, it's not really, it's, it's just, I'm really, really good into development. So um, being on a, a the Twitch platform is definitely great because there's a lot of development people on there. A lot of that's where like kind of the, the space is outside of like maybe Twitter, um, mm -hmm. for the general, like just t gossip and talk it, talking of stuff. Um, but I'm also really enjoying Twitch, not Twitch. Um, what's the other T word? TikTok. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> they're all T. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm really loving TikTok. I'm still trying to understand. Well, one, like I'm still in flux about like who is my ideal uh, like audience, and so it's right. kind of hard to be like what kind of content to make because that'll really drive who's watching you, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely looking at TikTok a lot more. Yeah, TikTok has totally changed my mind about social media. I've said it a million times. I feel like, but it really. I was on that path of like social media is bad for you. It's not really healthy. Like, what do you really get out of it? Just being an average person. Obviously, if somebody already figured out how to make an income using social media for the past 10 years, they figured out why it's valuable. But for people that are just like, why am I here? I don't know what I'm doing. I was just on that train of like, this is really like, I feel like I could focus something more valuable. And TikTok right. has changed me. Yeah. Because it's like just so it's like a new tool. It's like a camera. It's like a movie. It's like a picture. It's just like all these different weird things all combined and you can make whatever you want. And yeah, it's and having that having that conversation in there too. So it's not just a matter of, you know, you are the show yeah. and then everyone just kind of maybe gives you a comment or something, but no, there's actually interaction in terms of like video and that's and that's just a mind a mind bender for me because it's like you know it's easy to hide behind text and comments and people still do 
especially even mm -hmm. TikTok, but it's like you can actually have interaction and, and feed off each other. And it's just, it's just a great platform. Yeah. The, the behind the scenes element, which I haven't totally grasped. I'm trying to figure out what's my behind the scenes because apparently that's like the thing that really can connect with somebody out there in the world is like, oh. yeah, you might be doing something really cool, but it's like, and you might be able to show it off really well, but then the behind the scenes, the next stage of that post is the behind the scenes post. And then that's the connection part maybe. Yeah. Somebody put it that way and I was like, yeah, again, see how that's really connecting. Cause you're like, I have a secret, here it is. You know? <laughs> so. Like and follow for part two, no joking. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. So it's 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 still something I have to figure out in terms of you know how do you really get into because there's a lot of different aspects to, to TikTok. It that one, it's like it's hard hard to like decide what's really good, especially when you only have like a minute. I know there's three minutes you can do. That's just mm -hmm. I think not there for the attention span of those people using TikTok. But yeah, like how, how do you get it all in one minute and how do you make it interesting and, and, and intriguing that people actually do? But just like a lot of times, you don't need to do anything too fancy if you really have great ideas and content and topics. Yeah, like I really do feel like if you wanna bake bread, bake a bread every day that's in the shape of a Frenchie bulldog and that's what you do every day, I feel like that's, an, that's now a career. Like if that's like the careers can get so super unique. It's just, and people will find you and have fun with you. And who knows, there's a million different ways to make money once you have an audience. So it's just like, I just have so much excitement of what is about to happen. And I have that same question that you do is like, where am I going to go? Where do I fit in? So the next question is, where are you going? Which is, you're still working it out. Are you thinking about adding something other than the web development stuff or you're just want to keep in that lane or what are you thinking? So um, out there in the world is something called a, a developer advocate or uh, they also call it developer relations or, or even a developer evangelist, which, you know, it's for a company is to help bridge the gap between someone maybe who's more salesy or even a customer service aspect to it all where it's as you help developers understand how to use their tools and and take advantage of whatever developer um, like APIs or some other features that they have that's available for developers to use and how to use it and what's best to use it. So it's kind of like kind of being the in-between. So you're not totally a generic salesy customer service type. You're actually someone that's, you know, along in inside a community of developers and help help um, bridge that idea of like, hey, this tool is really great to use, or here's some great um, opportunities to use with it. Um, that's where I think I'm, I'm more like heading. Um, it's kind of nervous because it's going to create a lot. Of, you have to create a lot of content. I feel you have to really be in the community, which you know I am in a lot of great technical developer communities. Mm -hmm. But it's just like to keep generating a lot of content, a lot of interest. It's just the same as someone probably being on social media. Yeah, I've so I'm a I'm not an A student. Like I never <laughs> I'm, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm like, let's just do it for fun. Come on, let's go. I don't have to know everything. But the 
one thing I know for myself is that I things will distract me or take me off my like I might have the perfect schedule and like anything like someone's birthday. Okay, my my schedule's off for the entire week now. Like I'm one of it's very hard for me to keep it on, keep it going. So I just my goal is like every day I so I make my TikTok video where I'm practicing that 15 second edit because um, that's hard to do. So I just make a coffee film to where I'm like, I'm picking a song, I'm making my coffee, and I practice editing. Oh, and I feel yeah, like yeah. that's, I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm letting people know about cool music and I'm practicing, you know, maybe they don't care. I don't know. But, um, and then I'm just, trying to do the podcast by myself like a five to 15 minute every day and I, if I don't hit that every day mark if I get three shows in a week then that's like four days of procrastinating then I'm like I feel good because I at least got three in and if even if I miss the whole week it's like no I'm back on track like it's I'm using the daily with lots of buffer to fail <laughs> so I guess I don't know that's how I'm getting through the consistently making content when it feels weird and hard, you know, so. Sounds like a great idea. I think, I think that's, that's a fabulous idea. I should probably get into that because a lot of things that stop me from actually making content, it's either like, you know, what exactly should I make content of? You know, how do I do this? So it, it you know, it turns out really great. Like, you know, how do I edit or like on Twitch, you know, how do I, you know, get like two hours of span of and, and, but also get some other things done. And, but yeah, how do you fit that content in and yet be consistent? Because that's the thing you need to do, right? Be consistent. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's hard. I mean, for people that are, I guess, because I don't have like an audience waiting for my next thing. I think that's what kind of like makes me think, well, okay, no one's waiting for this. So <laughs> I'm just going to not do it. So I don't know. I guess maybe it changes when people are waiting for you to post something, but I'm not at that stage yet. So seven days a week, I hope to put out content, but if it's just three, I feel pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. this is amazing. Just practicing the live stream. Thank you so much for coming on and everything. I mean, this is practice, you know, gotta start somewhere. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And have a, be able to have a conversation online and, and not necessarily, you know, <laughs> take it over. Like, where's the nice breaks when you're saying stuff? <laughs> it's um, hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's like trying not to step on each other's uh, words or something. <laughs> yeah. The lag and then who knows, just a million things. Um, okay, so the next question is, do you have any advice to someone that wants to maybe do what you're doing? I guess you have a lot of different, you could take single clients or you could take a big company and do things for them. So I don't know. What, what would you say is the most common question for somebody that does or wants to do what you do? What would you say that is as a job, a career? Um, a lot of times if they're more of a technical person and that's where they start their thinking versus more of a business oriented, it's like, what technology, sh technology should I use? Especially when you get into more of like uh, WordPress specifically or JavaScript thing, it's like, you know, which, which WordPress theme should I use? Which, which of this, you know, what are the, all the plugins mm -hmm. I should use? Or if it comes more, more high technical, you know, do I use React versus Vue versus what other JavaScript framework? And where do I really go from there? And 
And it's funny because I just got a call from someone who was saying, hey, are you looking for a copywriter? Because as someone who would, you know, make websites for other businesses, you got to have good copy to make a good website. And mm -hmm. so like I'm telling him, you know, like I'm not looking for a copywriter, but here's all these places that you can go to. And and, and um, so it's kind of hard to say, like, what's the first question that someone would come and ask me? Outside of technology, it's a matter of how do I get leads? How do I get business? And wow. for the for the one that I'm in, it's more of you really have to look for referrals because, you know, rarely is anyone really going to go look because there's so many websites out there, especially people who do websites for a living. They're probably going to have a nice site. Mm -hmm. But of course, not everyone does. So that is a good thing to do no matter what. But um, referrals, referrals are the best way to get to get work to come in and, um, mm -hmm. you know, just work yourself, work yourself up from it. But yeah. Yeah, that's all just being a freelance graphic designer, brander. I never looked for jobs, which sounds insane. Well, maybe like in 2008, nine, when you could find jobs on, on Craigslist, when that was like mm, a yeah. thing. I, I definitely found, I was in LA and I was pretty much only working with, I only wanted to do music designs and labels would put jobs on Craigslist for freelancers. For I started freelancing, in 2007 and 2009 was the crash and oh, then man. all the art departments all the record labels kind of fired all their art departments but i was already kind of a year into freelancing and really comfortable with it so i was there to scoop up the work i guess i just but it was definitely like i i did something for one company and then another company was like this girl actually does the work <laughs> you know like it has it all in order and ready to go and it's, it's structured yeah mm -hmm. so referrals i think it's it doesn't it seem weird that you do kind of the jobs kind of roll around somehow without trying i don't know if you experienced that but i definitely it's weird almost yeah yeah once i connected with people who are actually you know either serious about their business and know other people because they're all networked right that's right. that's when I started to get a lot of calls in, oh, you know, hey, you know, hey, this person needs one, that person needs one. And if you do a good job, you know, those 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 clients that you had will, re, you know, refer people to you because they're, you know, they have a connection with other people. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, that was one unique question that I thought could be a helpful thing to know is so I'm kind of thinking from the point of like, when does somebody know they need help? with a professional web developer? Like what types of businesses are, do you commonly see, or is it just totally random? Like when do people know, all right, I need to take this to the next level? What, either, either, yeah, either they've, they've come and said, you know, realize, they come to realize that they, their website is not doing as much justice, or, you know, it's not doing the function that they need, or they need something more sophisticated, like e-commerce or some other sort of, and unique thing to their situation. Um, that's generally when people start asking or, and a lot of times this is what happens is, you know, they, they go for something that's a little more um, flexible like WordPress or something. And they don't realize all the security risks that come with it or the things that mm -hmm. have to happen to make sure that it, it doesn't have security risks. And so I get a lot of people who come to me because their, hype, their site was hacked. And so it's obviously cleaning it up and then, you know, educating them mm -hmm. and, and for them to realize that, yeah, I need somebody else doing this because this is not my wheelhouse. That's a lot. Yeah, I never even thought of that. People's websites getting hacked. 
and then just desperately coming to you for help. <laughs> like, what can yeah. you do once that happens? And that's the one thing is I do recommend, especially if, if you're in the in the realm of helping clean it up and taking care of, of websites like that is getting in touch with an IT professional because most likely they are connected. People, when they get ha something hacked, they call an IT guy or an IT agency. And a lot of times they just don't do website stuff. They just don't. They do the more server, everything else, emails, whatnot. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I had a great partner that was uh, his own IT department and yeah, people would come to him and be like, hey, I got someone else to recommend. So, yeah, great. That's a good one. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So do you find that you see people like from Etsy kind of trying to escape that route? Are people that using those crowd sites and then they're realizing I'm going to go totally me? Does that happen oh, a yeah. lot? That does happen a lot, especially if you're in connection with a lot of people who are crafters or makers is they tend to see either like I had some a client who was kind of get into the more of a copyright realm. And so she didn't want to get controlled in that with some like Disney mm -hmm. things that were like, they look, you know, associated, but not really. And yeah. so, yeah, she was looking to find her own route. So there's that kind of thing, or they're trying to get around the fees or there's a lot of like, it's just a lot of people on Etsy and it's still great. And if you're paying yeah. ads, it's still great. But mm -hmm. when you want to start making your own money and start making your own platform, yeah, you start slicing away from it. For yeah, sure. especially if you have a following and then you're sending all the people to your competition when you're on Etsy. I could see once you're getting at a big place, Etsy's good. And then at some point you need to go bigger. Yeah. But then the whole brain shift of realizing that because all the traffic that are easily come to Etsy, right? Right. Um, easy going. But when you get your own site, that's the whole break is like you have to realize you have to do this big, massive other ways to get people to your site. Yeah. Unless you are great in social media in terms of you just have that following that you mm -hmm. can easily swift gears. But if you're if you don't have that following, you don't have social yeah. media, you don't have that. Yeah, it's going to be an uphill climb. Yeah, you need a show. Like everyone needs a show. I'm not sure people understand that. Like the show yeah. is like the thing. I feel like even if you're a dentist, I feel like if you're like moving to a new city and you're like, oh, here's a dentist recommendation, you're gonna say, does he have a YouTube? He or she have a YouTube channel? And I feel like everyone just that connection is like doesn't have to be perfect, but I feel like it needs to be there like for every single thing it's yes. crazy it's crazy and it is a lot of work and so that's why yeah there's people out there that just do social media because it is it mm -hmm. is a beast of itself and to learn all the ins and out and how to properly do it and where to go oh my gosh it's just yeah it's a lot yeah but i think that's what is exciting that's happening that's different i feel like because we're from the maybe the 10 years ago social media where it was like be here, be there, post simultaneously at these, all these places. And I feel like now it's like, you could just have a podcast, one podcast. You don't even have to be anywhere else because everyone's so spread out or just on TikTok or just on YouTube. YouTube seems hard these days. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not like it's oversaturated or you can't do that, but it just seems like a lot of video platforms popping up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I can handle I mean, I, you know, that's why I like going on Twitch is because it's a little smaller still, people can mm -hmm. easily still find you. But there's also a little bit more community there a little bit more like not as um, so filled with people, I guess. I'm not sure if that's the word. But yeah, with mm -hmm. YouTube, it, it just seems like it's just bombarded with like, 
eyes and audience. And it's just like, it's hard to wrap your brain around for me. So, yeah, it's so many personalities where Twitch is a, you know, it's probably people interested in tech, people interested in video game. It's, and it's a lot of different things on Twitch, but it's like that same, a very similar personality where they want to connect and watch you. I've seen somebody just sitting there knitting, not even their face, just knitting on Twitch for hours, talking to people. And it's people are in there chatting them up and having fun and just enjoying their hour and a half to watch this person knit and talk, you know? It's yeah. so, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's more personal and more, more um, what's the word? Intimate than mm -hmm. other places that I found. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I feel it's just a lot more homely, a lot more personal for sure. Yep. Mm hmm. Okay. So the advice for somebody that wants to do what you're doing is to figure out a um, referral stream, get that job, do a good job, and then find maybe a company like you're talking about your IT friend that can do maybe what you do, but not as well. So he might have a job or a client and then sends them over to you. So it's like already somebody with a budget, they know it costs money. <laughs> and then they're like, right. all right, this is a high quality, great deal. So I do <laughs> yes. think that's like the best thing for freelancers, freelance world. Um, okay, so let's see. Oh, I wanted to talk about, we met in, a, in an online course. That was the first online course I ever purchased or whatever. And I don't know, like, well, I, it was my birthday month when she had did, did her, um, you know, open the course up for people to buy in. So I had birthday money. So I was like, I'm really curious on what courses are because it was during that time when it was like a little bit, uh, how would you say, I don't know, predatory in a way where it was like everyone had a course and everyone had a a PDF for $2,000. And, but for some reason, um, that course, I was like, well, I feel like I'm just, I'm curious overall. And I feel like I can learn something. And then you were definitely probably the only person that I met that I'm like, I have a, I like her. Like I have a connection. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. She's smart like me and gorgeous. So You're hip like me, <laughs> we have the same kind of, you know, <laughs> humor. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was the only course I had done for a long time. And I recently tried another course because I really, I thought it was valuable. Like what I experienced in that particular course. I don't know what year that was in like 2010, 12. No, no, no. It wasn't that far away. Whenever. We yeah, met each other. 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 17, 18. So I haven't, I felt like, okay, I, it was worth the money and I did learn a lot. Met a friend, like what else? Like that was okay. It wasn't a waste of time. Would I have signed up again? I guess so. Just because I didn't know. I was learning about the whole process. But for the knowledge, I don't know if I necessarily would have. It, but it was the experience, you know. It was worth the yeah. ticket price. I feel like. Um, yeah. But this new course that I I just decided I'm going to take this. It was a communications course, 
And I'm like, was I'm blown away now because in this course, they're using Discord and like actually talking and it feels like more of a workshop thing. And it's more about, I feel like I have like 20 new friends, whereas that other course really wasn't about people connecting as much. I don't know. What do you think about courses now in 2021? Predatory, valuable, do online tutorials until you just figure it out yourself. What's kind of the thing in your realm? Yeah, because I've taken a few since then trying to dial in. I was trying to be more of a, a website agency kind of idea. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of hit and misses in there too. And it's just like, after a while, you definitely could see the predatoryness of it all. And everyone's trying to do that. Hey, let's sell a course online. Let's sell a membership online. Get that membership mm -hmm. one in because, yeah, you all you do is make a few recordings and suddenly, you know, you get so many people watching, you make a lot of money, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, lately I, I have been very choosy about if I had any sort of course. I've done a few, mm -hmm. what they call, I guess, more of a mastermind, more of a little smaller groups. Mm -hmm. And I found one that was really helpful. But, um, yeah, it's it's hard for me now. Like, I am, like, I could see especially understanding the whole, you know, the funnel, the, what do you call the sales funnel or, you know, the whole process people do. Yeah. Like I know it and I yeah, see I it. And so know the oh. formula, <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. And when I see people mention, even though they don't really mention that they're going to be live, they kind of into in and say kind of, they're going to go live, yeah. but it's really a recording. It's like, I Oh no, you did that. not just know. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's where like you're already going. lying. It's like lying in the first second you meet somebody that is totally noticeable. It's very weird how that happens. And then the you have 24 hours to sign up thing. I'm like, no, never, 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 never. That I'm I don't shop that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. Um, what was it? Linda.com. Do you remember that? Where it would be like all the tutorials. Like I do get so much out of tutorials and like stuff that you do, like in Facebook, I guess back in the day it was in Facebook videos and stuff like that. Where it was like, you did the work, you would do a whole work day or like working on a website and let people watch along and just, yeah. I love little tech tutorials cause I, I get, I do learn really fast in that way. I'm a MacGyver. It's like, okay, how do I do this? Find a YouTube video, teach me in five minutes. And yeah, I don't always subscribe to the person necessarily, but I, it is valuable, you know? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still taking like online courses like Udemy, you know, it's something that where mm -hmm. someone's recorded and it's an actual yeah. full long course. Yeah. Totally. Totally love those. Totally dig those. Cause I'm all about learning and love to learn and love to new, learn stuff. But yeah, yeah, when it gets to more of these, you know, you can make an online course too and sell it and, 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 and barely work and go off and go do other stuff. And they yeah. don't really tell you the whole story and those ideas either. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it was a course to teach you how to make an online course. <laughs> like it's it <laughs> right? need something more than that. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious about the mastermind thing because I know people will spend like $20,000 or $50,000 on a mastermind. And I'm like, what is that? I don't get it. Right? Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is like the first one I joined, which sounded really good from what, what the guy was saying and everything. And I get in there and then like, I think a month later, he decides to switch it up to be a different kind of focus. 
And it's like, mm-hmm. wait, this is not what I signed up for. Then he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to split this up into like three or four different phases. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really need like phase three or four and I'm still in one. And I'm like, y- y-. It, it was totally like not cool how he sold it. And I was really not happy about that at all. So mm-hmm. that really just threw me off for anything other. But I, I recently joined something from more of a, a group that was more of a, a trial thing. And it was mm-hmm. really intimate with like maybe eight people. And mm-hmm. it worked really well for what I needed until I, you know, I just now switched gears. So now I'm, you know, I'm leaving that, but it was very, it was actually more on point of what I was looking for. It's, it's yeah. really hard to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm re- really into conferences, but now conferences aren't happening so much. So I'm like, that's one of the reasons I went to a couple uh, VR conferences, 2019, I guess. Whenever. I don't remember the past anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Like I was just thinking, it's, I keep thinking today's Wednesday, but it's not Wednesday. <sighs> but yeah, conferences, I will like, I'm not a, I don't want to go on vacation. Just send me on a conference with a notebook and like, I will go to every panel. Like, I don't care what it's about. Go to a tractor conference. Like I am into conferences. So not really having conferences around so much anymore. That, I think that's why I ended up signing up for a little class. And yeah, I feel, you know, I would do things differently than this guy's doing them, but it still is very fun. It's a, a very specific group of people talking about a specific thing and it feels like valuable. Oh, wow. So I'm yeah. a little bit changed on courses. So I'm all, That's why I'm asking everybody what's going Like, what's the vibe? Is it, predatory stall or is it are we moving on to like a next level so we'll see yeah we're riding the million changes right and and i find you know to really vet out a course is to find somebody else that has taken it and get their feedback on it someone who's can at least be honest about it versus being if they have drunk in their kool-aid or something where like oh my god they're so amazing yet they didn't really do Mm -hmm. much from it and that's the funniest thing i find (laughs) <laughs> is people they take courses and they they don't do anything from it, which you know I'm I'm guilty of that too. But it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's funny. Anyway, yeah, the the sign up code, you know, the <laughs> when they're like, code. use my oh, yeah. code to sign up for that course, right? Like, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what else? So um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to know like for tech stuff on Twitch, if somebody was interested in that, like what, how specific or broad, what kind of tech things are happening on Twitch coming from somebody that like you, that knows what's going on, you know? So are you talking more like in terms of like, what are people out there having content? Well, like I know for bands and stuff, bands are doing like their practice, they're having their practice space and they're putting their live Twitch stream and they're taking tips, you know, to maybe doing songs, uh, song requests, or just watching them practice, and they'll make like fifty bucks because they turned on the camera and and then engaged with fans or new fans or people that don't know them. Yeah. Like, what's kind of going on? In, and and obviously, the video game people are playing video games for tips or whatever. Uh, what's going on for tech people inside Twitch? Tech people. Um, I think you'll see a few different camps. One, either someone just playing around and streaming just to have more of a co-working aspect to it all or just having a community. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. aspect would be someone who's trying to teach you how to do coding, like actually, you know, like a, a academy-like idea. And so people might subscribe to actually get access to other content. Like maybe you have videos on how-tos versus just being online. 
Mm -hmm. so that aspect. And the last aspect is more people who are in that developer advocate role where they're trying to help people understand the technology that they're trying to, for better word, pimp for their, <laughs> for their corporation. But right. uh, that's generally kind of where it's already, most people I think are just hanging out and having fun and just, you know, having a community mm -hmm. and enjoying coding and talk about stuff and try new code out. But yeah, it, it can be, it can be a way to, to generate money through courses or through advocating for a business. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean the, I didn't think about the co-working aspect of it, but that makes so much sense because everyone, a lot of people work from home being freelance as it is. And now even more people work from home, even if they work for a company. So turning on someone for an hour just to, to chat while you work or something like that does seem fun. I didn't think. Oh, about yeah. That. Yeah. Just get to know other people and, you know, in the developer community and, you know, hanging out with them and having fun and seeing what they're working on. Or even I've heard some people, they have two or three or four streams going just because they're just there in the background while they're coding. So it's like, it's like co-working really. Yeah. I've seen on YouTube people studying uh, for hours, yeah. streaming, just sitting at a desk studying. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. You see that on, you see that on TikTok too, where you just see someone there yeah. just like staring off like this and paper that says like, oh, co-working, join me if you want, but I'm not going to answer any questions. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's amazing. See how much the world is like becoming so unique. I love it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the last question is uh, about, so I'd like to have you back on the show if you would like to be on the show. And I'm kind of mm -hmm. thinking of it as like, um, kind of like a series. So maybe when we have you back, people might watch this old episode to be like, oh, what did Mary Jo Stabler say was a new goal and then we can swing back around like in a month or six months or a year, you know, whatever it is. And you can let us know if you've achieved some sort of new goal that you're working on or not achieve. Cause I feel like people need to know, like, right. like I think it's people think a lot of times I think like, Oh, I could do that in a month. And it's like six months later, <laughs> it's not done because you don't always, Sometimes things seem easy and then it's not. And so I think that's also helpful, like not achieving goals because I'm not into the accountability thing. Really? It annoys me. <laughs> why, why, why does it annoy you? Now I'm curious. Why does it annoy you? <laughs> so like if, I don't know, if somebody's like, did you work out today? Did you work out today? You said you would work out today. And I'd be like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Like, it sounds like, a, like what they say, a Gen X thing, where he's like, oh, you can't tell me what to do, even though it's in my best interest. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, do you have a new goal, maybe, that you want to share with the world and be shamed later for? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, and I probably would be like, nah, I decided not to do it and do something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that happens, right. too. So, I think that's always, like, a valuable thing you know i don't know i just feel like it's a good helpful conversation you know mm. it's it's fun for me i don't know about you yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no uh so there's a few goals that i thought about because i was thinking about this ahead of time because you know i like i've been saying i've been switching my gears from you know being more of a freelancer agency to be more either long-term contract or maybe even find a role somewhere and so it's 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 either like you know Figuring that out, that would be the goal, is just to figure out what the heck am I doing? <laughs> or, and or, at least so there's, so there's that, or there's 
do I get a developer relations or a developer advocate role and, and try to go for that? Or just try to stream more on Twitch, which would be a simpler goal. It's like I've been meaning to and just haven't got into the, the hang of it. And I feel like that would be a great goal for me. And, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess maybe the Mary Jo Stabler brand. That's that's the right. Mary Jo Stabler of 2022, maybe. Maybe that's like mm -hmm. the new, I don't know. Does that seem too far away? We're in September. <laughs> no, that seems perfect because, yeah, 2022, okay. that's a good goal. Yeah. I guess All it depends right. on how soon am I coming back? Because, I mean, if I need to think of something shorter. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can always come back, but at least maybe um, in January, we'll, we'll swing back and we'll see how, you know, what you've tried out and what you've thought about, about the Mary Jo Stabler brand yeah. and see what you've decided on. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. All right. Well, I guess um, I guess that's the show. I, I'm I'm thinking I'm live everywhere, but I don't see any um, chats. Like I said, I'm not advertising the live stream show yet because I don't feel confident yet. So I'm working on it. So eventually, I'm hoping to maybe have a flyer or something with the time. You know, I just I feel like there's so many things that can go crazy with a live stream that I'm just like not quite at the advertising stage yet. So we'll see how long that takes. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so hopefully um, I'm going to, so with Melon, so I'm, I'm going to the three streams, then I'm going to, I don't think it saves it inside Twitch. So Okay. I don't I don't need to go there, but it saves it inside YouTube. So I'm going to pull it down from YouTube and Melon saves the entire stream like in their cloud or some kind. And I will download the stream and then I'm going to edit it in my own funky way and then re-upload and then post it as a podcast. So cool. that's the that's the plan. So I'll let you know and I'll make a little uh commercial like instagram little reel Ooh, so wow. we'll see how that goes i might okay. need a press a press photo from you uh -oh. so you can send me an email or something just a picture you yeah. like i know you like your converse maybe <laughs> right i know i still have tons <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah mary J. stable has a converse collection and it's it's so cute i love them oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I got almost i almost every color i still have to get at least yellow I'm sure there's more, but yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for um, coming on the show. And anything else? I don't no, know. thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much for believing in me and coming on and being my second guest. <laughs> it means You're a lot. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you in the chats of something. <laughs> Instagram. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll see you later. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.